Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Spreading the News. This is episode 23, my lucky number, number 23. Uh, thank you for joining us today. This is uh, today's August 29th. Uh, we are recording on a Monday. Um, thank you for joining us, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts. So uh, I'm excited to be here. Uh, as you can see, Brian's not with us today. Um, but Danny is, so Danny, Hello. what's going on, buddy? What's going on? Nothing much, nothing much. Yeah, 23 is kind of a shitty number, but it's whatever. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. What's yeah. your lucky number? Two, 11. Two or 11. Well, I don't know. Either one. So you have, you have two lucky numbers? Yeah, I guess. Two or 11. What's, this, what's the story behind? Well, Derek Jeter. I, I assumed. What's the story <laughs> behind the 11? Well, Derek Jeter, I always wore two, and then when I switched baseball teams when I was younger... They didn't have it, so then I went to five for about like a month. But then I went to eleven when, I, as I was getting older, I was eleven. So just, just for no reason. I mean, Brett Gardner, I guess, and I just kind of liked eleven. Uh, you know, I like Brett Gardner too. Yeah. Well, so this is not a podcast where we are going to discuss each other's lucky numbers. <laughs> glad we got that. Glad we got that over with. Um, Danny, how have you? The the, the fans haven't seen you in a little bit. And as as they can probably tell, you're in a different setting. I am. So yeah. tell us tell us a little bit about that. How have you how have you been, buddy? Well, I went to, I went away to school. I'm in a house now, so I was very busy last week setting shit up. I had meetings at the school. And I had to go to stuff, but very busy. I missed it though. I missed being here. Happy to be back. There we go. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully Brian will be back next week, and we'll um pick up where we left off yeah so let's just uh let's let's do it let's 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 start off with our yankee of the week um you've been extremely extremely excited to get this one out in the open so if you're watching on youtube you can see danny's ex- facial expressions right now he looks like he's ready he looks like he's ready to run through a brick wall <laughs> so <laughs> fucking guy i swear to god all right so got? my yankee of the week that's what you were leading into right right yeah yeah go ahead <laughs> What I wanted, I wanted to talk about him last week. I missed it last week, so now it's gonna be my Yankee of the week. I don't remember the last time I had a negative one, if I ever had one. Glaber Torres, this guy, you, you don't think I have? I know, yeah. but this guy sucks. He's so bad. I can't stand watching him play anymore. I really can't. And the fact he's still batting fifth, even when Stanton was back, he's still batting fifth. I, I can't stand him. I actually can't stand him. And I've loved Glaber more than anyone forever. But it's, I think it's almost, I'm almost ready to say it's time for the dude to go. Like, I wish we traded him for Pablo Lopez at the deadline, but his first half was really good. So we're like, all right, Glaber's back. Uh, his first half, he had two, 268 batting average, 325 on base, 484 slugging. That's good for an 809 OPS, which is well above the league average. Since then, his second half in 141 plate appearances. He's hitting 193 in the second half, 227 on base percentage, 304 slugging. That's a 531 OPS. 531 OPS. That's bad. That is really, really bad. And it's not, it's, again, we talked about in the beginning of the season, his body language when he's struggling. And it, it looks like bad Glaber again. Like he's not, he's not having fun at, at playing baseball anymore, which how could he when he sucks that bad? Um in the month of August, he's hitting 185, 211 on base, 471 OPS. And I still attribute it to his mental weakness. Like he heard his, his name in trade talks. I'm sure he's still hearing 
the talks that they're going to trade him in the offseason. He's just not mentally strong enough to be able to bounce back. And against the Mets, that defensive play he made, remember that? To allow the Mets to tie the game, he gets the ball on the cutoff. Pete Alonso slips around third, so he's not going home, right? Glaber Torres puts his head down and tries to run to second, try to tag the guy out coming back to second. Glaber Torres was never going to tag Jeff McNeil out. And then... Puts his head down. Pete realizes he's not looking at him. Pete walks home to tie the game. And Glaber looks like a fucking idiot, as he always does. Because he's just an idiot. Like, I cannot stand this guy anymore. And it's the people. I don't want to hate him. I don't want to hate him just because he's playing bad. Like, I've defended guys before. But the fact that there are some people that, like, still, that, like, don't think Glaber could do any wrong. Like, your brother. Or, or like, <laughs> yeah. Stanko. Like, these people, they they think that Glaber can't do any wrong. Like, oh, you'll get the next one, Glay. Oh, he's fine. Got to keep him. In. Like, no, he's not fine. He looks absolutely lost the plate. And then in that Mets game, too, we're lucky. Judge and Benintendi got a couple singles to score the runs. But he popped out with the base loaded again. It's just consistently he's putting bad at bat after bad at bat with runners in scoring position. He looks lost. And it's not just a guy struggling. He looks like he's never played baseball before. And that was our concerns last year. And if this guy can't turn it around, I don't want him playing in the playoffs. Like I'd rather Josh Donaldson in the playoffs, honestly, than Glaber Torres if he's playing like this, or even Oswaldo Cabrera. Like I, I, we've loved what Oswaldo was able to do. He's finally been able to get some hits. I told you guys that if he wants to stick around here, he's got to hit. He can't just be making the flashy plays on defense. He's got to start hitting. And he started to hit a little bit this week, so hopefully he can carry that momentum into the future weeks. But if Glaber Torres is this bad, I don't know what we're going to do with him. I want him gone in the offseason if he's going to be this bad for the latter half of the season. Second half of the season? Ladder is the right word there. It was ladder first. Ladder second half? I think ladder second, yeah. Second? All right. So I'm I'm an idiot, so. Yeah. Do you want, you want, are you, you want me to look it up? <laughs> no, it, it's fine. We don't have to look it up. I mean, every, they, they know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I was a big believer in, like, he's batting four or five. When he goes back down to seven, eight, He's probably not going to go down to eight, but if he goes back down to like seven in the order, he's going to hit better because it's not as much pressure. But right now, I don't even know if that's going to happen because he looks that lost. And we know Glaber is not very good at breaking himself out of huge slumps because he's just a mentally weak individual. He's not the same Glaber we once knew and loved. Um, even in the uh, in the games where the Yankees have won, right, where he's played, he's hitting 282 with an 816 OPS. In the games that they've lost, which he's played 48 of their losses, he's hitting 190 with a 585 OPS. So, like, when they lose, like, because he's batting in the middle of the order. So, that's a big spot in your lineup to be bad. So, when he's playing bad, that when the middle of your order is playing bad, because Judge can't carry it the whole way. When we, we had, we didn't have Rizzo for a week, we didn't have Stanton for about a month. So, we needed him to step up, and he couldn't do it. And he could not step up. And it sucks. That he sucks because we've loved Glaber. He's been our homegrown guy, former top prospect. But I can't deal with him anymore. I can't watch him play baseball right now unless he, I, I hope he can turn around. I'll root, I'm rooting for the guy, obviously. And hopefully when he goes back down in the order, I was right from the beginning and said, and he does better. But I don't see it happening right now because he looks lost. I can confirm that the latter is the second half of the season. I just looked okay. it up. Okay, um, okay, okay. And also that stat that you mentioned about, about Glaber and their losses is hitting one, whatever you said, what was it? 182. I think you said 190. 190. Um, I mean, that's a pretty telling stat. Like to me, that tells me that the Yankees win when Glaber plays well, like he's yeah. a catalyst for the lineup, you know, when always, you're batting four or five, you gotta be. And that's I'm what always, he's, been, he's been hitting. I'm always using this term catalyst for a lot of guys, but like, it's true. Like when one of these guys isn't going, 
like the whole lineup falls apart. I feel like when the Yankees are hot, it feels like everything's falling into place. Like everybody's playing well. Yeah. The problem is when when they're not hot, which is obviously right now, and we'll get into that a little bit more later. Um, it's like no one can hit. It's like it's just so weird, and we've seen this for years where all these players in the lineup just go completely cold. Um, Danny, what what can Glaber actually do to break out of this? Like, what can he do to to fix the season? Pretty much fix the, fix the second half of the season. It's always his problem. Get out of your own head. He's got to get out of his own head because he gets in it way too easy. He's not the big clutch Glaber that he was a year ago, two years ago, whatever it was. Like, he's not that. He's just got to get out of his own head. And I think maybe batting him lower in the order, he doesn't have to be that catalyst, like you say, because he had they have Rizzo, Stanton, Benintendi, DJ for those big spots. So he could just be in that seven spot, getting on base, being a contributor. And like he got off to a hot start, especially hitting home runs. Like what he had 13 home runs after what was it? He had go after May, he had nine home runs into June. He had what's nine plus four, 13 home runs. Then since (laughs) then, he's only hit five. So he's only had 18 home runs, which was my prediction for him on the season. I think he's going to get another one, but the way he's playing right now, I don't know. But well, I just said his last, like, like his last month like this month but even his last seven he's in 235 551 ops last 14 244 654 ops 277 on base and that's stretch last 28 games he's hitting 185 with a 471 ops 211 on base like that's really bad you can't yeah. you can't be getting that from your five hitter which he's been I, I don't think he should be but he has been the five hitter and he's not mentally strong enough to live up to that expectation of him right and i think um I think, like you said, what the Yankees can do is move him down in the order and help him figure it out. Because, yeah. like, like you said, we've spoke we've spoken about his mental, um, I guess, approach to to the game, and it's just never like when something it's like Garrett Cole when something goes wrong, it all falls. Yeah. Um, which is a little concerning that we have two pretty big players in our team yeah. that yeah. that have that um flaw in their game, but. <laughs> Glaber, Glaber, the only I think the only thing at this point that can save him is if they move him down in the order. Yeah, and that's you know they have to. Yeah, he did hit seventh the other day, so that's a good sign. But it's got to continue. We finally have Stanton back, so hopefully it's gonna be and and to see how like fun as Waldo has been. Looking back at the deadline, you wish we traded him for Lopez. That deal was do very close we, to get done. The, the reports just came out the Gla- last week or so you're saying do i wish we traded glaber for yeah. lopez yeah um well i'm i'm in the process right now of looking up pablo lopez's numbers because i don't know how he's been playing since the trade deadline i won't keep up with the marlins but um hang on i'm pulling it up really quick uh his last seven games he has a six era yeah his I last mean... 15 he has a five era so i mean I'm not going to base it off of that though, just because that's, that would be stupid. Um, but do I wish they traded Glaber for him? Um, no, just cause I do think Glaber, I, I do think Glaber still has it in him. Like, I think so too, but if he can't I, get like, out of his own head, he doesn't like what we saw in the first half, like that, like that was prime Glaber. Like that was yeah. like, that was like 20, Good. that was like 2019 Glaber. Yeah. Almost. Um, and Look, Glaber, yeah, I, I'm gonna take about like I don't wish they traded him, but like I wouldn't be upset about it now. Like they like 
Yeah, and Gla- Glaber has been our best postseason performer, ever, like year after year. Like no matter how bad he is, he's insane in the playoffs. But he's also not that guy anymore. <laughs> like he's yeah, that's not that. True. That's true. But but even like like when you say, "Do I wish we tra- or would I would I have traded for Pablo Lopez?" Um, I want to say no, and I'm happy they didn't because not not because Pablo Lopez is playing worse. But because our rotation surprisingly actually looks pretty good. Yeah, they do. Except for yesterday with Clark Schmidt. But um, again, we can we're gonna get into all that. Esther will be back. But yeah, our rotation yeah, a- actually looks good, and like you would be shocked because of this yeah. cold spell that they're in. That's actually a big piece of news. Nestor Cortez was put on the IL this past week with groin, whatever it was. Sounds fake. Sounds sounds bullshit. Sounds like a phantom IL stint. Sounds like a phantom IL. Like we, we we saw that with Clay Holmes when he went on the IL. They didn't even try to hide it. Like they Holmes barely tried back to... tonight. By the way, yeah, Holmes is coming back. Hopefully, the phantom IL didn't work. But did you see Holmes' interview when they put him on the IL? Yeah, I did. They were like, yeah. they were like, yeah, you know, I just I tightened up the other day. I tried to pitch through it, and then I tightened up again today. So I just yeah, thought it would be it nice to like rest. A, it sounded <laughs> like, like a script straight from like Brian Cashman. Yeah, yeah like sure, sure, dude. And sure. Ne- Nestor, Nestor, um, went out of his way. I don't know if you saw it in um, in an in interview before before he went to the IL. So his last start, um. He had an interview after the game, and he was like, "Yeah." Someone asked him about his innings, and he was like, "Yeah." He's like, "He's like, if I keep pitching this well, like, what does it matter? My innings or whatever." And the fact that the innings question even came up, and he addressed his own innings before he got put on the IL for what seems like it would be innings management to save him for playoffs is a little suspicious, which is why obviously we think it's a phantom IL stint, and also because. I don't know if you can hear that, but there's a car alarm beeping outside of my. Do you hear my AC? I don't hear. hear no, you're all good. You're all good. But um, um, Nestor. Uh, shit, what was I gonna say? I lost my train of thought there because of the car alarm. Nestor. Um. Oh, he was he was like laughing in the dugout the other day. He's he's yeah. like he's running around in the dugout. Like he's fine. Like he's we know fine. he's fine. Um. But I honestly though like I like the move. Like if they think Nestor might yeah. might wear out, I think it could be beneficial for us. So. We should uh, make we'll playoffs. We should be winning our division still. I know the game. the 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 lead is down to seven and a half, but should still be winning the division. We better. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll get into that too <laughs> because that applies into something that I was gonna ask you. But okay. 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 Um. Um. Let's just let's let's do my Yankee of the week and then we'll move on. Um. My guy. Yeah, Danny's boy. Um. Domingo Herman Mingo. Um. Let me find out what Domingo's middle name is for Brian, because Brian loves to bring up the middle names. Domingo Herman can't seem to find it, but his nickname is Sunday. So Domingo right. Sunday, Domingo Sunday Herman, um, has been pitching. Oh, because 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 Sunday in Spanish is Domingo. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, there you go. But. <laughs> Domingo has been pitching exceptionally well, like like awesome. ace material well, and awesome. I gotta, I gotta clap it up for Mingo. Um, I don't know if you can hear that, but I gotta clap it up for Mingo because I was not a believer in Domingo, um, after the post Jordan Jordan Montgomery trade, and I'll be the first to admit it. Um, I still have to wait and see how that trade is gonna look when Harrison Bader comes back, but that's not what. Domingo Herman's Yankee of the Week is to me. Domingo Herman has been has been 
like I said, ace material. And his his last seven games, actually, I'll do his last two starts. So his last start against Oakland, 7.2 innings pitched, three hits, zero earned runs, five strikeouts, no walks. Amazing. Um, obviously really good. You might think it's against a, um, a weak Oakland A's team, but the Yankees had trouble with the A's. So... And if you think that, stop it. It's still a dominant pitching performance. Still, like... Yeah, still a great pitching performance. Um, he looked the really MLB. good. He looked really good. I think he had like a, a no hitter going into the sixth inning. Or the, yeah, and yeah. The, the, the the first hit they gave him. Why did they give that a hit? That was an error. It was the ball that he threw away. It, I mean, we, we. I feel like every week we always talk about these these scores. <laughs> these scores are just the worst. They gave it an error because the guy moved to second, but they gave it a hit on the original thing too, which didn't didn't make sense to me because he was going to be out if it was a good throw. Like it wasn't yeah. out. I think he ended up giving up a hit in the same inning after that. Yeah, which obviously. Not much to dwell on after that, but um, and then against the Mets, his second start against the Mets, you know, Mets are top three team in baseball. You can argue that they're top two. I mean, he pitched great against the Mets. He went six and a third, four hits with one earned and three strikeouts against a powerhouse of a Mets lineup that swept us, um, uh, in the previous series in Queens. So, and also on top of that, his last. Two star. Oh, actually, I mean, I could even go into Tampa Bay. Like he gave up three earned runs against Tampa. Actually, not not a, actually a great start. Not not his one of his best. But um, in his he's brought his season ERA down to three point one nine. Amazing. And um, I know we don't value wins and losses that much, but he's two and two, and with a one point one one WHIP. So, I mean, hey, if if Domingo keeps pitching like this, Danny, we we had been talking about Domingo coming out of the bullpen in the playoffs. He's making a case for being a starter. I've flipped that. I've switched that. I think I've I think I've said on here that I've switched that. I, I want him in that four spot. I want him in that maybe even three spot. Yeah. If Montas can't. And, and uh, I mean Montas, you can even make a case for Yankee of the Week too because he pitched really well. Um, um, in his last start, but yeah, I mean, Domingo. Might might earn that might earn that three or four spot and come playoff time. So we'll have to see how that goes. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I I just wanted to mention if you guys see Danny's camera keep going off, he has a little bit of a cold, so he's blowing <laughs> he's blowing his nose. I know he probably didn't want to say anything, but yeah, he's blowing his nose. So get well better, get get well soon, Danny. Thank you. Pre- thank appreciate you, thank you coming you. on while while you're sick. <laughs> but um, yeah. What what do you what do you what do you got on Mingo? I'll shut up. You you know I love Mingo. You yeah. you know I love Mingo. Uh, as a baseball player, yeah. As a baseball we'll, player, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. As, as a, baseball a baseball player, but like he had that Astros blow up, and you everybody was so quick to overreact. Like, oh, this is the guy we're so happy to bring back. Like, this is the guy that's going to start games for us. Relax a little bit. Relax a little bit. Let him get settled in. It's it's impossible. That was his first start of the year. It's impossible to come off the IL like that and pitch great. Like, of course, he's going to get rocked against the Astros. But he's been great ever since then. And I was the first one to say, like, what? This guy is fucking good. Like, he's pitching good. And nobody – well, pitching well. But – and nobody believed me. <laughs> but the fact that – and you, you were going to mention his last seven starts, but you didn't. So no, I, did, I, I, I did, didn't I? The two two nine? No, you you started oh, two, and then you said the two games. Yeah, okay. so he's got a two yeah, two nine ERA in his last seven starts, thirty nine in the third innings pitched. Uh, that's only ten earned runs. Uh, one point oh two WHIP. His last fifteen starts is a three nineteen because he had he's only had eight. But but I mean, um, those are those are front line rotation numbers. Yeah, th- those are really 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 
great numbers. I won't even say good. Those are like those are great numbers. And why I would love him in the playoff in a playoff start. The dude's electric. He is electric coming off the mat. Like, did you see when they took him out after seven and two thirds? Yeah. He looks to the bullpen. He's like, let's go, guys. Let's fucking go. Let's go. And then everybody at the top seven of the dugouts come greet him. Like, everybody's happy for him. Danny, we we have our own personal story with Domingo. Let's not forget. Yeah, we do. Let's not forget. Domingo. He still thinks about us on the mound. I'm sure he does. I mean, just to give some context, me, Danny, and Brian, and our friend Jordan were all at um, the Yankees Astros game last year. When first, the, first, at, first time for where that Houston was back in New York, I'm sure we've spoken about this before yeah, on the pod. But Domingo is, you know, walking out. Uh, he's in the outfield doing his warm ups, and me, me and Danny, I think specifically, were hyping up Domingo. Like, yeah, let's go, Mingo. Me and Danny get really loud at these games. Um, <laughs> but we're like, yeah, let's go, Mingo. Let's go. Everyone's hyping him up. You know, the atmosphere was crazy, and he's looking at everyone, and he's like, you know, when he takes his fist with his glove, his yeah, fist, and he goes yeah. like this into his glove. And he's he's hyping everyone up in the crowd. It was it was it was pretty awesome. Man, and then he and gave then, us he gave us like the like the, he gave he, us a point and a head nod. Yeah, I mean he was yeah I mean that's our friend. That's our friend. <laughs> that's, so, our, that's our pal. Yeah. So <laughs> I, yeah, I mean we we have a lot of good stories, but yeah. maybe another day we'll dedicate an episode to some story. Yeah, I'm I thinking about that. the James Paxson story, but anyways, go ahead. I wasn't there for that. Yeah, if, but, oh, we, that's right. You were. In. You have a good Garrett Cole story too. I do have a good Garrett Cole story. Should I tell yeah. it? Yeah, he probably still hates you. <laughs> so, um, okay, so I'll, I'll I'll tell it. So Garrett Cole, um, when he was still with Houston, you're talking about the story when he was still with Houston, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. So Garrett Cole is still with Houston. I'm sitting behind the Astros dugout. This is like a 2019. I think it's like a July 2019 game, August summer game 2019. Um. And Justin you're trying Verlander, to talk shit. You're trying yeah. To talk so shit. Justin Verlander is sitting, and keep in mind, like I'm. This is the legend suite section. So like, if you've ever sat in the legend suite section, you you'll know that nice this flex. is not an area that you talk shit to players. <sighs> but you know, me being me, of course, a degenerate in the legend suite area, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk shit. I'm gonna let the boys know. So, and of course, the Astros, they're a rival. So how could I not? And Justin Verlander is on the top stoop. And I'm trying to talk to Justin Verlander. He's not saying anything. He's, he's, you know, he's locked in, whatever. Um, and I don't see Garrett Cole, right? So I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Like, Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander, like, at this point, like, Verlander and Cole are the top two in running for Cy Young. Yeah. Like, these two are the two best pitchers in baseball. And I'm like, okay, if Verlander's not going to give me the attention, I'm going to give it to Garrett Cole. So I'm yelling, I'm yelling, Garrett, Garrett, like, talking shit to Garrett Cole. Then all of a sudden, I see this this man <laughs> poke his head poke his head above the dugout and look to the crowd, and he looks he looks right at me like he like I think he obviously knew that it was me, <laughs> and then I'm like I wasn't expecting this at all, and then I'm like oh my god I'm like he's actually like staring into my soul right now, and I go Garrett what's up man, and then he looks <laughs> at me and he points at me, so. That's a little. That's a little story that I got. I got scared. I got scared once he once he looked me in the yeah. eyes. So we can thank me for recruiting Garrett Cole to the Yankees. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, whether whether you love Garrett Cole or not, I know some people don't. I do, but um, you can thank me. So. Yeah. That's anyway. another. That's another story that I love to reflect on. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, probably, probably a little bit anticlimactic, but. Yeah, but Herman is. Fucking electric. Back to Herman. Yeah. He is awesome. Every time he's on the mat, like, honestly, I have confidence in him. I don't know if you're still at the point, like, 
a couple starts ago it was uh you and brian both like te- we, were, we were texting about it uh you and brian both said it was after like a few good starts like really good starts maybe like probably like three starts ago maybe and i said i'm starting to get confidence in garrett in, in domingo herman like i'm I'm starting to gain confidence. And you guys were like, oh, not yet. I still don't trust him in a big game. Like, But we just saw him in a huge game against the Mets. That's a playoff atmosphere. And right. he had an amazing game. Are you still on that where if you see him in the playoffs, you're going to be scared? Like, you're not going to be confident in him? Or, You know, I like that question a lot. But I, I, think, I think just because of any playoff atmosphere – I think I'm just going to be scared regardless. Well, obviously. No, obviously, like, not that, but like Domingo's on the mound. Like, you got confidence in Domingo? Like, or you're, are you going to be like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Domingo, Herman is probably not going to live up, whatever. I don't know. Um, does, like, does I have, have confidence in Domingo, game does three. He have, does he have any playoff playoff starts? Or uh, no, I think there's some bullpen work. Oh, no, he doesn't because when he was going to, that whole incident with his yeah, wife he went got down. Suspended. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. he does have any yeah. playoff. Um, yeah. Look, with the way he's pitching right now, absolutely. I have all the confidence in the world. But with these guys, like we see it continuously with the Yankees where they just fall off a cliff. But like I, I have more confidence in Domingo, I think, than Jameson Tyone. Yeah, so I think I do too. I think I would so. I, I think I have more confidence in obviously Garrett Cole. I have more confidence in Nestor, of course. And I think right now Montas and Herman are pretty interchangeable. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I think I think by the end of the season it'll be more solidified on who should get that confidence in the in the playoffs, yeah. who should get the ball. And even if Mingo goes out in the playoffs, he gives you five innings, two that's earned runs. That's what I'm, saying. That's what I'm runs, saying. Like with the Jordan Montgomery trade. That's what I've been saying. Like you need just the back end guys because it's gonna be a four man rotation. You need the back end guys to get you five innings, four innings even if we have Sebi coming out of the bullpen. And Domingo Herman has shown he can get us more than that. So but I will say, I do think her mom would be even better out of the bullpen in the playoffs. Yeah, I think he would be even better there. We gotta see. We gotta see what happens with Sebi though, because I think with I don't want Tyone pitching really in the playoffs. I don't think right now. Right now, I don't think I want him. Pitching I don't want him coming out of the playoffs, and if he's not going to start. Then where is he in the bullpen? Pitch? Yeah. Or did I say out of the playoffs? I don't want him coming out of the bullpen, and if he's not going to start, yeah. where is he going to pitch? Yeah, but. I feel like they know that they don't want they. I feel like the Yankees wouldn't want him out of the bullpen either because he just doesn't fit the mold of a bullpen guy. You know what they probably like, would do? They would probably start JMO, and then if things start going wrong, they'll probably platoon him with Herman right after. I don't like that. Just give Herman the ball. It's what the Yankees do. We saw it with Davy and Jap. Jab, Davy and Jap. Davy and Hap. Yeah. Davy and Jap. Um. Well, that that that's uh to be determined. So we'll we'll, we'll yeah, find out. Give the give the ball to the guy that's proved it more. And right now, Domingo Herman is proving it more. Yeah, I agree. So since we're since we're on the topic of questions, let me let me let me send you a couple questions. Your way. Right, wait, wait, wait. Danny just. Uh... All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay, that was a quick. That was quick. Um, okay, my first question for you, Danny. Are the Yankees still a lock to win the AL East? Lock? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say lock because nothing's a lock now. Seven and a half games. That's not that much. Heading into September almost, right? What's today's date? Uh they're gonna win the AL East though. I don't know if I would call it a lock lock, but they're gonna win the AL East. They sh- if they if they lose the AL East, that would be the biggest catastrophe. They really only need to play five hundred baseball to still win the AL East. Like that would which I think the- they could do. 
That would be the biggest collapse in yeah I've ever, I've ever seen. It'd be horrible because we were the best team in baseball. We were the best team like in history at one point. It looked like <laughs> we were on pace to break the wins record and whatever. And now yeah. this, but I don't even know if they're on pace to win 100 games anymore. Yeah, I don't know the pace either. But uh, you know, playoff Tanaka, right? I wanted I do. to Gabe. I love Gabe. Yeah, I wanted to bring up. He actually figured out the reason why we've been losing. Really? I don't know if you saw this tweet. I don't think um, I did. Let me hear it. The Yankees are 19 and 27 since Carlos Beltran was last in the booth. They were 59 wow. and 23. They were 59 and 23 before all of a sudden he was just gone. Wow. So I think he's figured it out. That might be it. Let's get let's get Beltran as bad as he is as a broadcaster. He's got that juju. So ironic about that. I was thinking the other day, like I haven't seen Maben or Beltron in in a minute, like a yeah. long time. Yeah, I think the last time Maben called the game was in Seattle against the, that that Seattle yeah. series. I've been see I see Maben on the MLB Network. He's like he's like with them on MLB Tonight a lot. And look, I I like John Flaherty. I do. Um, I don't really like him. He's I don't. Not really... my, he's not my favorite, but I would much rather have you know Maben or. Um, I mean, obviously, with Coney and O'Neill are unbeatable. Oh, like, dude, nobody, yeah. nobody matches Coney and O'Neill. I just yeah. want, like, I just have to say, I love David Cohn. I, I absolutely love David Cohn. Oh, and uh, congratulations! I, I don't know if you ever mentioned it. Paul O'Neill, number retired. I don't know. Yeah, if you ever yeah, we talked about that a little bit last week. All right. Well, um, but yeah, we love Paulie, especially in the booth. Um, yeah. But my next, um, or as things stand in the AL East right now, the Yankees are in first uh, at the time of recording this with. A seven and a half game lead over the second place Tampa Bay Rays with Toronto right behind with nine games back. And Baltimore is right there too. Baltimore is yeah. right there, dude. Ten and Imagine. a half. I mean, I obviously don't think ten and they, a half, they're not, yeah. They're not gonna catch the Yankees, I don't think. I mean, I the the Orioles are doing crazy things this year, so I can't count them out, but um They're things, awesome. Things are close. Things like the the margins are the margins are thinning. So we'll see. And overall, no. overall, the Yankees are in fifth place um, in the entire MLB with an 11 game deficit behind the first place Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. So we'll have to see how things shake up. Um, Danny, my second question for you. What is your post? First, 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 first picture this, right? We play the Orioles September 30th to August to October 2nd. Picture this. Yankees are up a game and a half on the Baltimore Orioles. Orioles are coming to Yankee Stadium. The Orioles win the AL East. Wow. That would make <laughs> yeah. for some pretty insane no. stories. Make pretty yeah, insane no, stories but, in the press. But, like, I'm all for, like, never root for a team in your division. Never, like, hate them. Hate them. But the Baltimore Orioles, come on. How dude, could you hate dude, them? Like, I, I'm rooting for them stop. to make the playoffs. Stop. Make the playoffs. Like, come on. Like, I hope they make the playoffs. Like, I mean, I would like to see them make the playoffs, but not yeah. win the for, No, I'm not rooting for them against the Yankees. I mean, don't win the root, division. Don't win the division. I would root for them. Yeah, not against the division. I'm rooting for them to get into the wild card, of course. Like, it's it's tough not to root for them. I know they're in our division or not, but I don't think they really pose a threat to us in October or at all. So, like, get into the playoffs. It'll be a good morale thing for your fan base and your team. Especially after that trade deadline thing they yeah. had. Yeah. Um, calling them losers. Danny, what's your postseason lineup? Because we've seen the Yankees. I was going to ask you that. You really? We, you we've seen the Yan- okay, so we'll both answer it. We've seen the Yan- Yankees shake it up a little bit lately. Ben and has been leading off. Wait, wait. Can I ask my questions first? Because my question was leading into the playoff lineup. Then. You sure? Go ahead. Who's your leadoff hitter? Okay, so right there. Um, who's my leadoff hitter? 
for this for the Yankees for the rest of the season into the playoffs. Who's your so leadoff? I've seen Benintendi splits against righties and lefties. He sucks against lefties. Um, yeah. and the Yankees have been running a, the lineups where Benintendi and DJ are switching off between whoever's pitching. So say a lefty's pitching, DJ will lead off. A righty's pitching, um, Benintendi will lead off. So yeah. I think. Assuming they'll see more righties in the playoffs, I think Benintendi's a leadoff guy. And I love DJ in the middle of the order. I love DJ in the middle of the order in the fifth spot, sixth spot. I think, like, we've seen Donaldson there. We've seen Glaber there. And those guys haven't really lived up to what, you know, they can be. Um, But DJ is that consistent guy that will just put the ball in play. Um, Especially when the Yankees seem like they're pretty lifeless. He'll just put the ball in play, see, you know, get a spark going. Um. Yeah, that's that's how I would do it. Just to, I I like what the Yankees are doing in terms right. of the matchup. Yeah. All right. So should I give my lineup now? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So are you just saying like what I think will happen, or like what I would want at this moment in time, right now? Let's hear both. Let's hear both. So start off. Start off with. with what They're not going to be so so different, I guess. But like, start off with what you want. All right. So Ben Tendy, we'll just go. We'll go righty lineup. Whatever. Ben Tendy. Want Judge. Stanton, I love the idea of Stanton and Judge hitting back-to-back. I, I don't like when they split up the righties and lefties with Rizzo. I don't like that. Uh, because I mean, Stanton has sucked against lefties this year anyway. So really, you're platooning. I, I don't know. It, it just, I think having those two sluggers back-to-back is just a huge. Yeah. Huge okay, that's fair. So then I'll go Rizzo four. I'll go DJ five. Donaldson six. Interesting. Donaldson six. Um Cabrera seven right now. Trevino so, eight. So do you have Cabrera in right field? Nope. Let me finish. Trevino eight. Harrison Bader nine. You're forgetting about Harrison Bader, I think. No, no, no. I was thinking of Harrison Bader. I just didn't know where you were going with that. Um, I was going Oswaldo at short, obviously, over IKF. But I do think I it'll be IKF still, but like So what do you okay, so I'll I'll present you my Follow up question: What do you what do you think will the lineup will the lineup will be? I think it'll be Ben and Tendi. I really think they're going to do Judge and Stan back to back. So I think the two and three, uh, Judge and Stan, uh, Rizzo. Then I think it'll be DJ, and they're going to find a way to get Gleber in there too. I don't know what they're. It's really tough to say what they're going to do because you never know with them. But I think Gleber and Donaldson at six are kind of going to be like interchangeable interchangeable at six at the six spot and then i think they're gonna go like probably trevino ikf bader or bader and ikf switched maybe so you don't think bader will be a late inning substitution guy? i don't think he should be like they traded they traded a top of the line starter for him not yeah. a top why did i say that he's not a top of the line starter god damn you guys are in my head now they traded <laughs> a back end of the rotation starter for him um but uh, I yeah. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen, especially if Matt Carpenter is healthy. That is true. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Think if Matt Carpenter is healthy, that the whole lineup changes. Ooh, yeah, I didn't even think about Carpenter. I think if if Carpy is healthy, I think Bader will be a substitution guy. Yeah, I, I agree. think they'll probably play Carpy and right. I think so too. But so, I don't want Carpenter playing the outfield in the. I like I'd rather Stanton out there. I think they. I think they're no. I think they're gonna put Stanton in right over Carpenter. I really do. I think they, they've been saying that they're going to start him off as a DH and they're going to work him back into the outfield. So they want him to go back in the outfield. They want him to. As as it should be. I would much rather yeah. have Stanton out there too, but I just don't trust the Yankees in that 
They said that they came out and said that they want to get him back out in the outfield at some point. But they obviously take it slow with him. Take it, DH him until September 20th and then work him back into the outfield or whatever you want to do. But give him time. But come playoff times, I think it just maximizes our lineup if he's in right or unless Bader is starting. I like Bader starting because it maximizes our defensive potential. And Bader's not that bad of a hitter. He's really not. Like Brian, I'd never really roasted Brian for this, but Brian used to say Bader was a black hole in the lineup. He's not going to be a black hole in the lineup. Brian has since, though, changed his mind on that. He said he was just mad about the Montgomery start, so I'll give him that. But Bader's not a black hole. He had a like a really good season last season. Uh, he didn't play. He was hurt last year, too, though. He didn't play the whole season, but he had a 785 OPS. That was above league average last year, 267 batting average. The start of this season wasn't great for him, but he can be a guy that gets on base and hits like for us. And it's not just a black hole in our lineup like ICAF is. Like That's why I would rather Bader play and put Cabrera in there. Um, And Carpey's also a sick bench bat, too, if, yeah. if come to it. I, I think the Yankee playoff lineup will be, assuming everybody's healthy, right? So my postseason lineup will be Benny, Judge, Stanton, Rizzo, DJ, Donaldson, Oh no, DJ, Carpy, Donaldson seven. There you go. Yeah, you skip Donaldson. You skipped. You said Donaldson first, and it's like, oh no, right, wait, Carpy. Right, right, right. Donaldson yeah, again. So Donaldson oh, yes. seven. Um, Trevino eight, and then Oswaldo nine. I think the Yankees. I will stick love with that lineup. I honestly. I think love the Yankees lineup. will stick with Oswaldo in the playoffs, and it sucks. I wish I I hope to get I hope the Yankees will find a way to get Glaber in there because I do think Glaber still has it in him. I do. I'm holding out the hope for Glaber, and Glaber historically is a great postseason performer. So hopefully they can find a way, but that's why I'm not making these decisions. So hopefully Aaron Boone and the staff can find a way. I actually really like that lineup as much as I want to see Bader, but I really really like that lineup. I think that's, <laughs> that's like deep. our that, that's our best lineup. Yeah, Donaldson hitting seven, dude. Donaldson- Exactly, Donaldson Hings, and even if they're interchanging him with Glaber, obviously Glaber wouldn't play third, but DJ would. Glaber hitting seven. But, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what pretty, we want. That's a pretty deep. And that's a pretty. Trevino deep hitting eight, like our own. Uh, honestly, with the way we think Cabrera could play, there's really not a hole in that lineup, or like a, an out in that lineup. There's not an easy out in that lineup because Cabrera's oh. been Cabrera's been slugging, like he not slugging. He no, hits the ball been, hard. He he's been hitting hard. the ball really, really hard, and he's found holes. He in hasn't. Fact, found, I wonder if his baseball savant numbers are up. No, I doubt that. You think it's too early? Yeah, they're not going to be. But he, um, he he's been robbed a couple times too. Like he was robbed of a four for four day by a great catch, a diving catch, and then Chad Pinder and Wright the next day robbed him of a double up against the wall, jumped up against the wall. That was a crazy play. He's supposed to have two home runs by now too, but um, at least in Yankee Stadium. In Oakland, we're not hit. supposed to that we that we can't say that because they're not playing in Yankee Stadium. Okay, so well, <laughs> if they were in Yankee Stadium, he would have two home runs by now. Yeah, but they weren't because Oakland is just a giant behemoth of a stadium. They weren't playing there. Um, they weren't playing Yankee Stadium. Um, so we did playoff lineup. Uh, let's Danny, let's do let's finish off with um a week recap, and then we'll talk about a week preview. All right, so unless if you had any more questions, no, I'm good. This All week, right. this week was weird. We thought it looked like we were on our way back almost. It did. Uh, two huge wins against the Mets, both by a score of 4 2. Judge homered in both games, fi- finally got one off Scherzer. Judge's 49. stats, 
49 wow. homers, 49 or not. That was actually 48, I think. That was 47 and 48. And then he hit 49 in Oakland. He's up to 49 now. Yeah, now he's up to 49. But in his career against the Mets, Aaron Judge, like people were saying, because he had like a like a rough game against Scherzer in the beginning of the season, or not beginning, in July. His career against the Mets in 21 games, 293, 10 home runs, 14 RBIs, and a 733 slugging percentage. That's, that's it. That's awesome. So he crushes the Mets. People, on, of course, Mets fans on Instagram after one bad series like to say, oh, Aaron Judge uh, sucks against the Mets. The Mets own Aaron Judge. And then you see the picture of Max Scherzer with the baby Aaron Judge. Like, shut the fuck up. But um, great series, great win. It, there's all-around team wins. We didn't just win on home runs. Uh, we were single-at-home guys. Ben Benintendi really, really heated up this season, uh, uh, this series. Uh, he had two RBIs in that first game of the se- of the series. Um, that was a great win. That was the game Herman uh, pitched. And then the next game, Montas did really well. You 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 mentioned that, five and two-thirds. Uh, two earned runs. And then, again, Ben Benintendi got an RBI in that game as well. Aaron Judge had two. Uh, that was the game that Glaber fucked up with the boneheaded play again, which is always boneheaded plays. So we're feeling really, really good after the Mets series. We're feeling great. Then three, we go to that's Oak. three straight wins. That's right? three straight right? yeah. wins. Uh, all by the score four two. Um, then we go into Oakland and we're like, all right, we have to win three out of four, and it was looking really good. First game in Oakland, we put up thirteen runs on twenty hits. This game was just this it game was an onslaught. It just made me happy. Yeah, it really it made me happy. Like seeing them all firing on every single cylinder there is. Uh, when you're supposed to beat a bad team and you do crush a bad team, it just makes me happy, you know? Uh, so I'm feeling really good. Like, is this team back? The next day we come out, we only scored three runs and Aaron Judges threw on Homer, but we had nine hits. You know, we were, we were hitting, we were getting hits. Um, so not really a game to say like all oh, the offense sucks, even though we only scored three, but, and we won. So it was a really good game. Cole pitched well, seven and seven in the third with one earned run, 11 strikeouts, another good start from Cole. And the next day, the next day was just this brought my spirits down a lot. We got one hit in the entire game in 11 innings. We got one hit. Uh, Oswaldo Cabrera got the only hit. Uh, we in the top of the 10th, we scored on a wild pitch. They throw the ball away and then we score another run, two runs on one wild pitch. And then say it with me who who hits who who gets the home run, two on home run, the bottom of the 10th to tie it? Steven Vogt. And what is he? Washed. Old a man. Shitty hitting catcher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hitting yeah. catcher. Again, a home run that just barely got out. I thought that was going to be like a sack fly. Like, all right, two outs, they score a run, who cares? But then it just kept carrying and it hit right over the big wall at the, on the state farm sign, which still, to me, it should be part of the wall. It looks like part of the wall. But, um, and, and again, relating back to Herman, like, Herman pitched his ass off yeah. that, that yeah, game. And we can't like, get him even, we get him one hit. Again, against a pitcher, against a pitcher with going into this game and looking right now, had a six point four one ERA, yeah. and we helped him. We helped him get down to a five six six. So, yeah, he and he went eight innings with one hit against us, only three strikeouts. So we're just hitting it, week two guys. Uh, yeah, this really took the wind out of my sail when you see Stephen Vote hit a home hit that home run. It's like what the fuck is this? And then we don't get and a then, hit in the top eleven, and then and then what happened the next day? Uh, first. Well, it was first and second. Yep, first and second. One out. Ground ball to uh, who was playing short that game? IKF, right? Ground ball to IKF. Yeah, ground ball to IKF. He flips it to DJ. DJ throws it away, and we lose on an error. 
Um, it was the first throwing error DJ has made at second base since I think it said 2019 or something like that. But something like something crazy like that. It's the first throwing error he's made in a while. Um, and yeah, we lose on an error, just a heartbreaking lo- way to lose to the A's. One of the worst losses of the season. We always say that, especially because we were riding a high of winning these games in a row. Um, one of the, I wouldn't say the worst. We've had worse, but it was one of the worst games of the season. And then last night or yesterday afternoon, I guess it was bad again. Uh, we only had four hits. We scored one run against a guy coming in with a over six ERA. Again, he I think he was a little lower at like a six one coming in. Now he's at a five two eight after going five and a third one run against us. Uh, just bad. We yeah, Aaron Judge. Yeah. Aaron Judge looked silly. That guy with his changeup was that guy just got Aaron Judge with his changeup. Um. He's in a little bit of a rut. 6.08. Yeah, 6.08. But um, Judge has been in yeah. a little bit of a slide. We thought he was back in the Mets series. He was great in the Mets series. He was at the first game in Oakland. And then, again, he just kind of looked silly. Like the chain, He couldn't read changeup. Like, I feel like if you look at his savant, the one pitch that he's had trouble with this season is the changeup. And it feels like he's seeing a lot more of that. And he's, yeah. not, he's not really doing much with them either. He is swinging on over the top of them. He just looks off balance and he doesn't look good. Clark Schmidt, we were so excited he's going to get an opportunity. He's starting a game. He did not pitch well at all. Four and a third with four earned runs. Our bullpen shut it down, of course, as they do. But, uh... Do they? (laughs) (laughs) It may be the first half bullpen. For the most part. It feels so wrong to criticize Aaron Judge for the season that he's having. It does, but... Just wanted to say that, but... yeah. He's been bad. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. The last last what week or two? I mean, yeah, been, it's been like two weeks. Probably he's been now. bad. He looks yeah. like he's been bad. So his last he, seven won't really show that. I mean, two fifty with a six twenty five slugging, but like that's the Mets series. But outside of that Mets series, like his last fifteen games, hitting one ninety six with a three ninety two slugging percentage, uh, three thirty nine on base. So really, of course, of course he'll be fine. I mean, oh yeah, not, oh yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah. Don't, let's not, don't, yeah, let's not, yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. But he's also they're walking him a lot too. Like he's not seeing many good pitches to hit, and it's hard when you're getting maybe one good pitch to hit a night. Like it's you get that anyway. Like for the most part, like. But he's seeing less than the normal amount of good pitches to hit than an average MLB player. And why not? I mean, he's the best player in baseball, so this season at least. So yeah, I would pitch around him too, but he has to figure it out. Because and do you think he reaches? 61. No. No. I don't. And do I thought reaches, Do you think he reaches 50? I do. <laughs> I do think he reaches 50? I think going from 49 to 50 with about a month and change left in the season could be a little difficult, but I think he could do it. I think he's capable. <laughs> um if he doesn't, that would be that would be horrible. Yeah, that would mean but an injury probably. So, do you, do you think he hits 61? Or actually, let me say 62. Do you think he hits 62? 13 home runs. When does the season know. end? Early, like first week of October. Yeah. So he's got a, he's got a month and and a few days. He's got a month and a few days. A month and about yeah, a month and about a week, I'd say. Uh to hit how many is that? 13 home runs. Eesh. He's pretty much got to hit a home run every other night. I don't think he does it. I don't. There was a point a couple weeks ago where I was saying. He might hit 73. Like, this was a few weeks ago, like, <laughs> yeah, right after that the was a conversation. Break. Like, he might get to the 73, but now... That was a conversation. 
It was because he was on pace at one point for like 68 after the all-star break, like coming into August, he was on pace for like 68, 67, 68, something like that. And yeah, I mean, it's tough. It was always tough because in the back of my mind, it was always like, he's not going to see good pitches to hit. So they're going to try to pitch around him more pitchers will. So I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's, even that, though, it's, but. you know what it is? It's also that, that they break it down on the yes network all the time that, that low and away pitch. He just can't get to it. Whenever yeah. the ball's in the, in the low and away part of the zone, he can't get to it. Yeah. And he fixed that for a while. I mean, when he first came up, um, the low and away slider was his kryptonite. I mean, that was the pitch that you could throw to him three times in a row. He'll strike out on three pitches, and he fixed it. But now it seems like that issue is, is back a little bit. So hopefully he can figure that out before at-bat starts to get really, really important. When he's at his best – that low and away slider, as you said, he's not swinging and missing at it. He's just not swinging at it. Right. When he lays off that low and away slider, and he and of course the umpire actually makes the correct call and doesn't call it a strike. That's when he's at his best because when they're trying to hit that low and away and they throw two in a row and he takes both for balls. Like I've seen that so many times, but they have to come in with a fastball and that's when he crushes you. Uh, a specific example is the Blue Jays walk off. The walk-off against the Blue Jays in the beginning of the season, his first walk-off home run. They, he was trying to throw that low and away slider. Aaron Judge, take, take, take. Fouled off the fastball, take, slider, take the slider. And then he finally got one hanging. Because it, it's impossible to throw that pitch all the time if he's at fouling it off or taking it. Like, you can't throw that pitch in the exact right spot every time. So when he's taking it, he's at his best. And eventually, if he takes the first two sliders low and away, they're going to have to come back up or he'll get a hanger. And that's when he crushes it. You can even attribute uh, th- those struggles to the lower uh, half of the zone like that because he's trying to do too much because the offense is, has been so it's, bad. Maybe, that maybe he's just maybe he's just trying to do too much and he's not swinging at pitches and he's not he's impatient because he's trying to make something happen. Yeah. Um. So, so the rest of the team needs to step up and we thought they were, but now they've lost two straight to Oakland and they have a week another week. Um part of the schedule here where they're they have they're about to face off against the Los Angeles Angels for a three game set but the Angels are on a three game win streak so this might not be an easy series for them beat the Blue Jays they just beat yeah. the Blue Jays so this might not be an easy series for them um i think Mike Trout is actually back right if i'm not he mistaken is, yeah, yeah he no, he's back, back. Yep. we let's see do we do we get to face Otani i hope so we've got Montas tonight we've we don't face Otani tonight we tomorrow. don't face Otani yeah, we don't. That stinks. I mean, we we. I mean, it stinks because we we hit Otani. So, yeah. so yeah. um, I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. But um, a three game set got arguably maybe three of our postseason starters going. So, hopefully they can uh get some get some wins here. And then come the weekend, one of the biggest series of the year, uh, in Tampa. We have to win that series. We have to. Is that we three have games? Three games? Yeah, set? three games. We have to win that series. Win it. We have to win it. Something about the trot, man. The trot is just. Yeah, we have to win it. Gotta win. And then they got. And then they got the Twins. Like that's not an easy. That's not an easy team either. So. Yeah. And then the Rays again after that. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll we'll talk about that more probably next episode. But. Yeah. Um, Yankee schedule is is picking up now, so. <laughs> I'm I'm looking ahead. Then they got the Red Sox. I'm looking too far ahead. We have the to Brewers. play. Oh, they go to Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That's we have mid-se- to play Pittsburgh. That's losses. Mid-se- no, we better yeah. be. <laughs> yeah. We better sweep that two game set 
getting Pittsburgh. That's weird. They played Pittsburgh twice this year. Yeah, it's kind of like the Mets situation. We played two there, two two in New York. Well, Yankees got a good big got a big good stretch coming up. Got to take care of business. Got to. Danny, what is the key? Well, we'll leave off on this. What is the key to take care of business for this stretch coming up? It sucks to say, but our offense doesn't function without Judge. So Judge has to get back on track, start hitting home runs again, start getting on base again, even though he walks a lot, start hitting, start driving in runs. It's Judge, as yep. always. You? Judge. I was going to say the same thing. Judge, it's it's him. He's the catalyst. Yeah. I said it again. He's the catalyst. So <laughs> he's got to get going. Um, Really quick, we'll give you some – Quick player updates. Aroldis Chapman was sent to the 15-day IL retroactive to, I think, the 17th. That was the dumbest. That's the dumbest story. A tattoo infection. So he, you won't be seeing him probably anytime soon. I see some people even saying that this is a phantom stint. So like, but this would yeah. be his second phantom stint of the year. Yeah, they said they said that, but they said that um, the Boone said like yesterday that the infection was getting better. And Michael K, dude, <laughs> in the thing, like we always yeah. say, he just tells it like it is, and he's like. Pretty curious he's just like, he's just like kind of like a curious decision to get a tattoo mid-season when your team is, I don't know, play like this. Obviously, you don't think it's gonna get affected, but infected. But really, like, why are you getting a tattoo in the middle of the season? I don't. But mind-boggling. Yeah. And then, um, Zach Britton was rehabbing in, I think it was Double A. What's was it Double A Somerset? Yeah. Um, yeah, he'll he, be fine. He's supposed to be fine. The Yankees had a little bit of a scare where he threw the ball, uh, I think it was like his 11th pitch, and he's pretty much spiked the ball into the ground and like walked off the field. So yeah. that's obviously never good off of initial speculation. But um, he right after the game, he tweeted he's all good. And hopefully yeah, you love when can... players like self-diagnose themselves. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So hopefully he can, you know, rehab and come back for us. And, um, and pretty much Brian Cashman pretty much said that Peraza's not coming up this year. Yeah. Did you did you see that or no? Yeah, I did. I don't remember exactly. Do you know what exactly what he said? I don't said? remember the exact quote either, but I remember just seeing it quickly and just being like, "Yeah, yeah, exactly." So, um, looks like looks like Oswaldo Cabrera could be here to stay. So we'll see what I happens. I just don't get it. They Cashman said in the beginning of the season that IKF, I mean Oswald Oswald Peraza's glove was MLB ready and all they needed, like they wanted to develop his hitting a little more. They said his glove is MLB ready at shortstop and he's <laughs> raking in triple a. Yeah, he's the best shortstop hitter in triple. Yes. And he's raking. He leads the team in home runs. Like it just, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like, also, what more not, not to, to mention, what the more fact... do you need to see from IKF to get him out of here? And what more do you need to see from Peraza to get him up here? Not to mention the fact that, um, Boone, a couple couple maybe like a month or two ago said that Peraza would be next in line before Cabrera even came up behind IKF someone someone asked Boone a question about if Peraza if the Yankees were thinking and he was like not imminent but like he would be the next guy in line and the Yankees went to Oswaldo Cabrera before Oswald Peraza which is a little odd um but obviously I mean we like Cabrera so yeah we'll we'll see how it goes um hopefully Peraza will come up next year <laughs> Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, that's <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I got, buddy. Unless if you got anything else to. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got. Go Yanks. We need to need to fucking win. Come on. 
Beat the A at the Angels. From, from Danny's lips to your ears. Need to effing win. Let's go. <laughs> Someone put that in a quote. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. Like the video if you're watching on YouTube. Um, follow us on Spotify. Follow us on. You can see all of our socials are below on the graphic. Um, which is. Apple, and Apple Podcast, TikTok. Podcast. T- uh, yeah. You want to talk all about the TikTok? Friends. I'll spread the news. TikTok, get on it. <laughs> the um, app is very hard to figure out. I've never had TikTok before, so it is yeah. it's very confusing to me. Dan, Danny's having trouble with manning the TikTok, and he refuses to ask questions. So, but I got I, I've been getting some views. I've been getting thousands. He has of views been. He my, has been. I posted. So I posted a Josh Donaldson like slow mo video. Nothing got got no not. Like, I know not, the algorithm already. Yeah, I know Danny the knows the algorithm algorithm. So Danny's doing a good job so far. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so follow us there. Follow all of our socials. Um, hopefully Brian will be back back next week. Um, so yeah, let's go Yanks. And this has been Chase and Danny, and we will see you all next week. Let's go Yanks, baby. <laughs> <laughs>